Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. News and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. you live from downtown Detroit. This is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need, Start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday pre-market prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan with you here this morning. Uh, before we get started, if you are wondering, hey, I, I can't. I can't comment. What's going on? I'm not allowed to comment. You are allowed to comment. Just hit the subscribe button, and then you'll be allowed to comment. I'm doing a fun little experiment today that I meant to do yesterday and forgot. So hit subscribe, and then you'll be able to comment and uh, tell us how much you love us or hate us. Uh, we got a good show today. We're going to talk about just rotation, 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 and the reopening trade. Joel and I discussed this a little bit yesterday at the close, but the reopening trade is looking Not great right now, or does it? That's what we'll talk about here today. Mark Potter is our guest, as always, on Fridays at 8.35. He will uh, hopefully have some other things to talk about besides Lordstown Motors. Uh, And normally we'd have Jason Rassing on later in the show, but Jason Rassing cannot come on today, so that's okay. Uh, I'm going to stay on with you guys past 9. We'll have Ryan Faluna and Jonathan Mallard do some trading into the open. we got a long show today, extra long show. Joel, let's bring up those charts. Good morning. How are we doing this morning? Uh, we're in the red by 14 handles at 41.98. Crude is down 91 cents at 70.13. Gold a little bit of a rebound up 19.50 at 17.94.30. Silver on the rebound trail as well, up 59 cents at 26.45. Bitcoin just hanging out under 40K. That's up $115 at 37,780. And Ethereum going the opposite way. That's down $26 at 23,12.75. And uh, it's quad witch. It's the expiration. It's the only day that the spy is not Dennis's friend. Why? Well, you just said that on the pre-market show. You no, said this is not because day. of Quad Witch, because it's ex-dividend. Well, ex-dividend, correct. Yeah. And so I come in the systems this morning, and my one system hadn't adjusted for the dividend. I was like, "What the hell happened to Spy?" And I look at the futures. I was like, "Ow!" And I'm looking at the calendar, and I'm like, "Yep, it's ex-dividend day for the Spy." Buck thirty-seven five is the ex-dividend. The adjusted price is four twenty fifty-nine. Multiple tweets at me saying the adjusted price should be four twenty sixty nine. The joke went right over my head because I don't get any of these <laughs> jokes. <laughs> the marijuana sex joke went right over my head. I had three people send me four twenty sixty nine. I was like, Jeez. "Am I wrong?" And then I'm like, "Oh!" And then somebody actually, Andrew, a friend of mine, uh, we reached out to me and said, "Ah, uh, that's a joke." I was like, "Oh, I'm like, oh. I'm too old to get marijuana sex jokes." <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man, yeah. I, I, think I guess was... four twenty sixty nine is a thing. 
I think it'd take me a couple of weeks to get that one too. Uh, <laughs> but, me and Joel, we don't get these old. We don't get these young young. Not that I'm those. against either, but uh, oh yeah, we're not. <laughs> I just didn't get it. <laughs> we're leaking. We're leaking hard, Dennis. Um, expiration. Yeah. We got a turn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, is this a turn? I mean, we've had such a great bull market. <laughs> yeah, we such have such a great turn. Yeah. And I and we were discussing this before and you're yeah. like, you know, you're ready like to buy the dip here, but I I'm just looking at this, you know, we could talk about individual stocks in a minute, but I'm yeah. looking at this. We made a new all-time high this week. We're 55 handles off that. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, the, is this there, there's the multiple dip to buy? things? I don't know. Well, on spy maybe not because the okay. rotation has kept us higher, so I don't know. I mean, spy looks like it's right near the high, so there isn't much of a it dip does. there yet. But, you know, we went into this argument here, and the reopening trade has been getting hammered. I, I'll just say, if you don't have any reopening stocks, maybe you start nibbling at this point in time, because I still don't think the reopening trade is going away. I mean, I nibbled on some Las Vegas Sands. That's, you know, from 66, it's back. I was actually up in it pretty nicely, and I've given it all back, and I'm red now because I bought it at 55 it's $54. It's going to be down here probably again today with the overall market. I mean, the airlines have all gotten the beats. None of this stuff is really cheap, so it, it does depend a lot on where is the reopening going. Are they worrying about these variants now? Are they worrying, you know, that maybe the vaccines aren't going to be as effective? Or is this just, uh, well, let's just sell, you know, some, some of the stuff here because the reopening trade maybe got overbought to a certain extent. So I think if you don't own any of these stocks, maybe you're nibbling into some of the airlines, some of the casinos, maybe even some of the cruise lines. But then there's issues. I mean... With, with Royal Caribbean, it's tough because they come out and, you know, now there's seven crew members that, you know, were apparently vaccinated and got COVID. So now they got to, you know, if they're going to continue to, there's always going to be somebody probably still getting COVID. So if they're going to stop the ship from sailing because somebody gets COVID on the ship, that's tough. I mean, I don't know if I want to own cruise lines if that's the case. So it's tricky market. Uh, I just, you know, I really like having, you know, different guests on the show because you get different perspectives. And uh, when we were talking to the cow man yesterday, Scott, he was talking about, yeah, the economy's doing great. These, you know, everyone's having a blowout numbers. Well, you just restarted the economy. You're starting from zero, basically. So the comparisons really over last year and last summer are, I mean, they're just not there. And yeah, we're going to get through it. You know, we have, but I mean, could you have the same a year from now? Can you have the same expectations for these retail stocks? I mean, God forbid we go into another lockdown, but you know, yeah, this growth is great. Yeah. That getting some bang up numbers, but is it just because you started from zero from, you know, restarting the economy? So that really, I mean, that gave me a good perspective on things. And, you know, I try not to get bearish all the time. But really, what I'm seeing this week, you know, for the first time on a weekly basis, the market is telling me heading into next week, look to sell first. And I'm just looking at the indexes, the S&Ps. I'm not talking about individual stocks. But from a purely mathematical point of view, who knows what's going to happen today? They could turn around and rip this 50 points. But it's an expiration. We have a turn. And on the lows for the week, I, I just think, I mean, I just don't think I can get my buying shoes on yet in, in anything. And I have a lot of way too much cash, but I'm just not super excited about going out here and, and buying different things. Like the banks, we talked, we debated this yesterday. I mean, two years, maybe. I mean, all the conjecture that we had about, oh, well, he softened his tone. He's going to do it sooner and everything. I can't predict that. All I know is those banks opened up at the high. I haven't seen a whooping in City. Well, Citigroup gave some Citigroup's bad numbers. Citigroup's getting whooped for, for days here and yep. now. A couple yep. of my Twitter followers wanted us to talk Citigroup, so let's do the technicals sure. here. I thought we might bounce at the 69 to 70 area. We cut through that yesterday, and it continues to get whipped here this morning. I mean, it's oversold in the short term. So it's due for a bounce. Where that bounce happens, who knows? I mean, these banks, again, in the longer term, were overbought, though, too. So you go 40 to 80, and the better – Citigroup doubled. Let's give a perspective. Citigroup doubled from October. Um, so in nine months, we went from $40 to $80. You know, could you do a 50% back at 60? It's possible. I'd be a buyer at 60 if it got down there, but that's eight points away. Um, some of the other banks haven't didn't have those kind of rallies, but some of them did. So – 
I don't know. It depends on what your allocation is. Like, I still think the barbell approach is the way to go. If you're heavily, you know, into tech and tech's making new all-time highs, maybe you're moving a little bit around here. I mean, the U.S. Steel, somebody wanted us to talk about that one, too. It falls in the same category as commodities. Banks all seem to be trading together. Um, 20, I, I sold some up at 28 and 20. Should have sold it all. And then, uh, <laughs> yes, and then two days ago, I was like, you know, I don't like the chart. And I sold the rest of it 2580. 2380 so i'm all out of u.s steel but now it comes back down to my buy zone i was saying that it is 22 so you fall another two bucks i'm probably going to rebuy the stock i just sold you know they're still making a lot of money i don't think you know this economy is going on hold here um but the chart doesn't look great it doesn't look healthy when it's going straight down but i tell you buying those charts when they're going straight down has been working for a long time uh so you did how many stocks did you do there you did c and then CNX. Uh, look at the, you know, let, let's throw out all the, the 60 minute. Let's even throw out the daily and say they're totally irrelevant. Let's go to the monthly. Three out of four monthly lows at 68. You hit 68.16 yesterday. You're down 66 cents. And look under there. So you got three out of four monthly lows at 68. If you think that's the bottom, I kind of find when I, think something's the bottom it's usually not so you take a stab here at 66 i just don't think you wait to 65 or 64 to find out you're wrong or let it break through uh 68 here and come back and hold it but that's a monthly chart that's monthly data and there's a lot of air underneath that x i know god there's someone asked me about that almost every day yes it's in a trading range yes it's coming into a five six seven lows but here's the thing guys i know if you buy it here you get the dip at 23 and a quarter or 23 and a half you're not waiting to 21 to find out you're wrong on it this area has been an area of significance so yeah. i see the support i see what you're talking about um just comes down that many times it's a hard candle though joel too i don't know if i'm necessarily the one thing is a lot of times you see you know, it's hard to catch the falling knife. And, you know, with Citigroup X, these all look the same. You're literally trying to hope it just bounces off that support for the first time. It's oh. always easier to let the thing bottom, miss the bottom. Then you have a level to lean on, you know. So I never strike, even though, you know, I was you know, I was talking about Citigroup, you know, maybe getting, you know, down and dirty and buying some at 69 or 70. I didn't buy any. I didn't buy any X. It's just not my style. The better way is to let it bottom. Let it just, you know, hit the floor, and then you get a bounce day. Then you use that bottom as your as your out, as your stop out, saying, "Okay, I think this is it." So, you know, we haven't had a bounce day in Citigroup here. One, two, three, four, five. We've had seven days in a row of red, basically straight down for ten straight sessions. Really, wow. you know, and lost some significant amount of money. But I think you wait until they stop going down, as opposed to trying to be a hero and saying, "Oh, this is going to be the level." So, you know, this is the way I like, think about when I was buying all those mo mo those growth momentum stocks a month ago when everybody hated them. I waited, though, on Fubo. I waited until that thing hit rock bottom, you know, 15 bucks. And then it started to bounce. And then it gave me consolidation. Then it gave me a chance. And I bought it at 20. So I didn't get the bottom at 15. But I waited until, okay, it looks like the sellers are now getting exhausted. You can see it in the chart. I'm talking the consolidation period. Right here. May yep. 17th to May 24th, a full week of consolidation around 20. It wanted a whole 20. I'm like, well, I got to find out at 20. So I think I bought it at 2050 and I sold at 25 about two days later. Again, I sold early. I always <laughs> sell early, but that's a hell of a trade. 20% in two days. I take that all day long. So it's those setups that I'm always looking for. Not being the hero, buying the stock when it's crashing, but waiting for it to bottom, hit rock bottom. So Citigroup or X do the same thing. Where, okay, boom, it looks like now they're consolidating. Now they want to bounce a little bit. Now I have a level to lean on as opposed to trying to catch the falling knife. Uh, Rita Ford, dollar cost averaging. Uh, Dennis and I are not big fans of dollar cost averaging. Uh, well, for swing I don't do trades, any of it. Yeah. I'm in or I'm out. Yeah. The only dollar cost averaging we did was not by me. And well, it wasn't dollar. It was, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about Peloton. Uh, but, uh, anyways, no, uh, what and we got to talk about this rotation yesterday. I mean, Wicked. I don't you even think I, to, it, it was this morning, too. But go ahead. No, I mean, I just, you know, I try and you know, look at things independently, you know, on my levels, base my trades on them. And when, 
they're screaming short, and I look, I see Apple up two bucks, Microsoft up two bucks, Amazon up thirty bucks, Google up, Facebook, Tesla up. They were at one point they were all up like a a percent a, half, a percent to a percent and a half, and the Dow was down two twenty. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And a lot of it was the financials. It looks like I don't know if if this time around if the big boys can can withstand the selling of the other 490 stocks in the index. Um, maybe they can, though. They have before. And yep. that is the one thing, you know, we talk about, oh, this is really ugly. You know, you we're looking at some ugliness. I mean, you had multiple stocks making new highs yesterday. Yeah. QQQ made new all-time highs yesterday. Yep. You had, obviously, you know, you look at Facebook, it's bumping its head up right near the all-time highs. Apple had a good day breaking out over 130. Microsoft has come all the way Hold back on. from where they hated it a month ago down at 240. Now everybody loves it at 261, which is up against resistance. I sold some of my Marvel technology yesterday, um, just lightening up because it seems like everybody's just, okay, got to buy tech, got to buy tech, got to buy tech. <laughs> I, I feel like the tech rally, um, even though some of the mega caps are breaking out and the queues broke out, I still feel like it's a little long in the tooth. And I wouldn't be surprised they pull the rug out from under that one of these days. So if they keep hammering stocks, they're going to pull the rug out from under tech too. So even though QQQ is making new all-time highs, and yes, I still have my Microsoft, and yes, I still have my Amazon, and yes, I still have my Google, and yes, I still have my Apple. Um, I, I, I was just looking at lightening up because this has been a big move. Like Marvel Technologies, MRVL, I sold half of it yesterday. Didn't sell it all. But I, we bought, I bought this back at $40, $41, I think it was. Actually, no, it's back in March. And I watched it go from 40 to 50 and then back down to 41. Now it's went from 41 to 55. You're right up there. We are breaking out. We are at new all-time highs on Marvel Technologies, which is always a good thing, or at least bumping up against it, not quite making a new all-time high, but just lightening up just in case that old high holds. What is Bullard saying here? I mean, He's, holy mackerel. I see 2% inflation being approached from the upside. Is that that's going across on a CNBC headline? I mean, I we are we are getting just lit up like a Christmas tree here, Dennis. He's saying a lot of things. Um, Where is he talking right now? Where is he? CNBC? I just caught it out of the corner. Yeah. Of my oh, eye. he is there. He's on TV. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, talking he about there. talking about the the debate. Hey, get him off the screen. <laughs> get him off get the that, screen. Get Dennis, that, cancel that, bids. Yeah. Pull yeah, them off. Good, all right. We are, though. We are the markets. Up. Halt the markets. We can't take it anymore. <laughs> Doesn't he know it's quad witch? You don't talk bearish on quad witch. Everybody starts selling. <laughs> Just kidding with all that. But. He uh, He's talking about the tapering debate. Remember, they didn't even really talk about tapering uh, on, on Wednesday. Uh, that's, that is to come. Uh, he, he, I, I can never quite get, get this guy figured out because – Sometimes he's not on it anymore, or is he? Is no, he? Uh, he's still on. He's, oh, yeah. he's still on. Uh, St. Yeah. Louis Fed. Yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't know. I, so because some of these guys that were on there, they like to, um, you know, you know who we should get on the show, uh, Spencer. No. We haven't had an economist on in a while. Uh, you know, is he still in the dock? Muhammad. Uh no, he's hard to get on. Uh, We've got him. We've had him on. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a uh, Mikel. Uh, what was his name? Melnick. Oh, oh, Dr. Melnick. <laughs> yeah. Remember him, Dennis? Yeah. Yeah, I remember Kenesaw him. Kennesaw State University? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, don't memory here. Oh, that was a long time. The bus. Uh, just, uh, Spoo's just bound, uh, we're attempting to bounce 84. That splits the intraday and pre-market low from yesterday, 83 and 85. So I was going to tell Dennis to cancel old bids, but then I noticed we were on the low for the week. So if we're going to bounce, it's going to be. Put out all bids. (laughs) (laughs) I I have no idea. This market, nobody knows, okay? Everybody thinks they know (sighs) everything. And again, nobody knows anything. You know, it, it is this type of market where we're adjusting to what the Fed has said. We are seeing the U.S. dollar show some life after it's just shown death here for the last six months. So, I mean, all of that comes into play here. I'm letting the dust settle on a few of these stocks. Not, I'm, I've got, I'm looking at buying the dip in some of these stocks, but I'm waiting for them to bottom out. I'm not coming in this morning. And sometimes they turn on quad witch, but remember we got a Russell rebalance next week too. We have lots of volatility. We're going to have lots of opportunity here. Trading the inefficiencies I'm always doing, but as opposed to just coming in here and buying, loading up all the reopening stocks, I'm going to wait till they bottom. 
You know who does know everything, and I don't know if he's in the chat today. Uh, I think it's Christopher Fortzman or something, because I was thinking about the expiration pump. You know, the pump up. I mean, how many times you you know an expiration buy imbalances and they just jack it we're up 20, 30 handles and then it fades all day. And he goes, No, I think it's gonna be the opposite this time. So I would much rather have faded a big up open. I mean, now you know, now I mean with the this open the way it is near last week, I mean I'd hate to, you know, have to buy it and hope it goes back up, but uh it's a, it's an interesting setup. There must be a ton of selling balances, or it's either no, bullish or selling balances. Remember, on option expiration, you can't really look at them, and until it's even flat. even a minute before they all flip, they're all buys and they're heavy, heavy buys. But it's really? meaningless, and every prop trader knows they're meaningless at this time. They all flip around. So on normal days, you're looking at the opening imbalances, and you can get a feel for okay, does this make sense? On this day, there's so much institutional action that all those buys can easily flip to sells in a snap of a finger. So, yeah, so I'm looking right now. I mean, Morgan Stanley, I I have max prices on McDonald's. What I mean by max price, they project out the opening price. What they do in New York, which is a nice feature, is they actually take the opening and balance, and then they look at the book, and they add it all up. And if they can't supply enough liquidity to meet the opening demand, they show you a max price. Max price on stock Jeez, price. Nobody knows this. You only learn this on pre-market prep. Max price is $4,294.67. That's the max indicated price. I see that max indicated price on Philip Morris, COF, PNC, FedEx, American Express, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's a bunch of other ones too. ADM, you know, if you want to go off the off the board, those are all meaningless. You can't look at that information today. Other days, you can look at it. We get these projected openings, you know, and Nasdaq has adjusted their opening process too. Where 925, they give you the opening imbalance, and then 928, they give you the the projected opening price. But you know, New York adjusts that prices continuously. So just because Morgan Stanley is 164,000 to buy, and there's not enough in the book, there's going to be traders that are going to come in to sell to that. I will be one of those traders. I provide. Oh man, we're free falling now. I mean, we just went through yesterday's. Uh, uh, yeah, the low from yesterday, like a hot knife through butter. Just went to. I hope I don't have to adjust my numbers again here. What do I got? Sixty. We shouldn't get that close to my bottom number. Is he still talking? Tell him to shut up. Oh my lord! Jeez, He's get someone bullish on. Let me work out my long-term account. Thanks, Bullard. Can we do something? Get uh, this I'm, guy off. Just let me call. He says I see initial rate increase in late 2022. That's new information. All right, because uh, they were telling 2023. Call him up. Say call call Becky White right now. Is it Becky on with her? Who's on with her? Yeah, it's Becky. Call her up. Tell her stop the interview. It's imploding. It's the market. not good for the market. Spencer's getting. I'm on the phone right now. <laughs> we're, what, did we're all, what did he? What did she say? Did she say to voice what does that mean? Went <laughs> to voice. Becky, pick up the phone. We're trying to call you. We need to get Bullard off because right now all of our lungs are imploding. This is what you do. You say you're Warren Buffett, and she would like she would like run off the. She'd set. hang up on Bullard. Yeah. yeah. Warren Buffett's on hold. He wants to talk to Marcus. I gotta let you go, Bullard. So do that, Spencer, and then we'll save the markets, and then we'll give you credit at the end of it. Spencer Israel saved the markets because he got Bullard off the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the one thing Dennis was talking about. If if there was any truth to that buy imbalance, like on a normal day. Morgan Stanley wouldn't be trading down eight. They wouldn't be trading down. That's yeah, why they, these, they, these yeah. flip around. There's institutions, you know, ExxonMobil showing 1.2 million to sell. Yeah, there's no point. Uh, on other days, we can talk the opening balances. Jesus, Even I'm when you, when I see them at 9.29 a minute before the open, they still sometimes all flip on you. I think the only safe way to play, if we want to talk about how I play these quad witches, is I provide liquidity into them. Meaning if you've got the market down 1%, and you've got certain stocks that you know don't have any news that are market you know that are close to you know market performance. They're going to open down like a wide example, three percent. I'll buy those. You know, if they're going to open up, I'll short those. So I basically it's called enveloping, is what I call it. You know, I go around fair values here. I'm selling short up here. I'm buying here, and my systems are going to adjust. I do use some algorithms to do that stuff. Um, that's just basic index arbitrage. But there is opportunities for us humans even. On these types of days, as stocks may open out from where their indexes are, but they come right in right away, usually, anyways. You know what? I, I feel absolutely horrible. 
because I was talking I was talking bearish at the top of the show. I didn't mean for this to happen, folks. Oh, you did this. No, I yeah. no, 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 it's my fault. I knew this was going to happen too, because I'm wearing a red shirt. I knew this was going to happen. Stop oh, wearing red Spence. shirts. We should have wore green shirts. I thought about it. And, and I'm even more useless. Mine's a Detroit Lions shirt, so yeah. maybe I should have known. Put on the Detroit Lions shirt. No way the market's going to perform well. What? What? A, What's what your a, shirt say, Joel? Your coach of what? 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 Uh, hey, uh, Detroit. Maccabi. Just Detroit. He's just coach of Detroit. <laughs> no, he's just the Detroit coach. <laughs> it's, do you know how old this I shirt is? I coach Detroit. Do you want to know how old this shirt is? Older than you. Yeah. Uh, I wore this to the Maccabi games when I coached the swim team in Houston in 2000, 2007. Nice. Yeah. Isn't it nice? Detroit coach. Nice. I got a bunch That's of them. Serious. They were free, Dennis. They give you free shirts. I love free shirts. Yeah. So, if I go to the beer store, we have the beer store in Canada. Well, actually, you can buy it at the grocery store now, too. But if I go in there, I'm always looking, you know, like, hey, is there something free in one of these cases of beer? Oh, free t-shirt. I was like, I'll take that. Free <laughs> hat. I'll take that. I'll wear that all summer. And maybe next summer. Okay. Wait, this uh, is we, a bad tangent. Okay. We got to get to stocks. Can we talk people, stocks are leaving, now? People, are, people are leaving the show right now. because yeah, we haven't they talked are. Do we go stocks. down? They're, they're, they're Adobe. Let's go to earnings. Yeah, uh, let's go to Adobe earnings. Uh, out last night, and the numbers were good. EPS beat, sales beat. Uh, they gave some guidance as well. That was higher than estimates on the EPS and sales. Uh, so beat across the board for Adobe last night. How are they doing this morning? New all-time highs. What's yeah. not to like? Stock making new all-time highs. The only thing is... I don't know. Is it overextended? Maybe, but this can go anywhere. Stocks making new all-time highs. I absolutely don't short. I never short a stock making a new all-time high. Why? Because there's no pain up there, and I've seen new all-time highs beget more new all-time highs more often than they usually give it back. So stock is strong. Market is weak. If this market goes to turn and starts to go up, probably Adobe will lead the charge higher here. Um, Lunch back. Sure. Oh yeah. We we don't see five seventy two ninety eight. Is that the highs? Yeah. It's tough when we're down thirty <laughs> handles. I'm I just mean, talking you know, about a virtual lunch bet. We are. We can both. I can die up on Zoom, and then I, we can eat would be our lunch together. on the market rebounding. If the market rebounds, Adobe Folks, will touch those. Now highs. you know why Dennis makes so much money. He doesn't. I hedge. Think- I hedge. <laughs> I, I trade hedged. It's a target. That's what I'd give you as a target, folks. Sure. I, yeah, I'm not making a lunch bet, though. Out. Okay. I'm feeling right. like a lunch. I think you still owe me like a dozen lunches. We yeah, like four steak I, dinners. I can't, we can't cross the border. So one day I did we'll pay you a steak dinner once. Where'd you we did, go? actually. It was a Ruth good steak Christ? dinner, too. Yeah, Ruth Chris. Nice dinner. Yeah. Heart that stopper. was a really good one. All right. Can I, we I, get over yesterday's low? 41.83. We bounced. They got Bullard's big mouth off there. Uh, let's see if we can rebound. Uh, Ken, first, we got a whole 4183. That was a low from yesterday. So we'll keep right. an eye on that. Uh, one more uh, up a buck this morning is SWBI, Smith & West, and they had earnings. They also blew it away. They also reported a $50 million buyback and a dividend raise. $0.05 to $0.08. Cents. That's a quarterly dividend right there. Are they changing their name again? No, they did not. The, the, they changed the ticker symbol, Joel, every other quarter. I can't even follow it anymore. I still type in like SWHC or what was yep. the one before that? Smith and Wesson was before it was it, it was, was a brand. It was American, American Outdoor Brands. American Outdoor Brands. ALB. But then they didn't like that one and they changed the ticker symbol. They continuously change the ticker symbol on this one. It screws up all of my my systems. So they have to adjust those manually, and I'm too lazy too. So I am probably still running like AOB in there, or AOC or whatever it was. Anyways, it's up 92 cents. Nice left. People are buying guns still, apparently. Um, this stock has this has these huge orders that just show up during the day, and it's like a buck and a half wide. I think it's upwards of like I don't know if they're making markets or what they're doing, but I saw it last night even on the earnings report. It was down like 1950 and 2150. It was like a hundred thousand to buy at 1950. Another hundred thousand to sell like twenty one fifty, and it couldn't even. I, I'm thinking those were the numbers, and I was taking that just from. I think it was the Arca book, or maybe it was Edge. But anyways, I've seen those orders there for a few days now, so I'm not sure if oh, those. That's are, okay. Yeah. So where did it get down to yesterday? Did it take that out? Uh, go to the nineteen fifty five. 
So the 1950, watch that level. If it goes to pull, I'm oh, not yeah. it's going to pull back. But I'm saying there's big buyers down there in the 19 and a half area. And there's big sellers up at 21 and a half. So I'm giving you the range. Yep. Uh, you see uh, in the book, you see 21 and a half. Not, not the... this morning, but last night I did. Last Even night. on the re- they were making the market into the earnings report and they held those orders there. Ooh, so somebody was that, 1950 to some... 2150. And it's Look not surprising that, that traded within that range. Because that takes a lot, hundred thousand shares on Smith and Wesson. Free market, it's a big order after takes, hours last that night. That takes a that takes a, a big set. I mean, they both they want real. It. They're scalping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're well, hoping you, you hit them a nineteen fifty for a hundred thou, and you hit yeah. me and lift me a twenty one fifty for a hundred thou. Make two hundred thou. Does Maybe Bob know you? That. Does Bob know you're putting those orders out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not me. No, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not that crazy. Can I uh, just, you know, sometimes we make some good calls, some bad calls, but one we really dissected yesterday was Ford's. Did you see what that thing did? It never even sniffed that. Good call, Joel. You said it was a selling opportunity, and it absolutely was. So I still like Ford. I'm still long Ford. This reopening trade is, these are trading with the reopening stocks, and obviously um, GM and Ford got hammered yesterday. Okay. All right, Spencer, good you call. want to- Take it away here. It's eight thirty-five minutes before Marcus. Well, uh, you wanted to talk about uh, that crazy, uh, that crazy stock, right? Just for, just for a second, and then I, I want to get Marcus on. But uh, yeah, this ORPH. When people cry that there's manipulation in the market, and they say there's, there's naked shorts or, or whatever, and the manipulation. This is what they should be talking about. This ORPH crap. Okay, what has happened here? This thing, Ugh. this thing was at last week was at seventy seven dollars. Why? Okay? Why? Why was that? I, I, it went from five to seventy seven. Why did it do that? Uh, because D- why? Because the market Dennis, was this a Reddit stock? I don't think no. I don't. I do not think so. I think it was just a chat room. Okay, and I have my suspicions about who it was, but I, I don't know for sure, so I'm not going to say. Okay. And t- they uh, they had a Padufa date yesterday. Was it yesterday or no? It was this morning. It was this morning. It was like two, three hours ago. They got a complete response letter from the FDA. Ooh, that's never drug. good. Drug, never good news when that happens. So this morning, ORPH, which closed at what fifteen? Yeah, give or take, is at six or seven, six somewhere around seven. Yeah, six ninety-seven. I'll leave a mark. Right. So <laughs> it went from seventy-seven uh, uh, last week. Uh, to six yesterday, he got pumped from 10 to almost 24. Six this morning, six. The company's uh, uh obviously, how could you not lose? I mean, someone said they made some money on this. Good, well, for I mean, you, if they're going right? up and they sell soon enough, they do. The problem well, is, here's the problem with all these social media stocks and what we were, you know, not just Reddit, it's Twitter, Discord. There's all chat rooms everywhere talking their books, talking their stocks all the time. They don't seem to hold. So, I mean, you can, you know, say, oh, I love this stock, you know, and the GameStop and AMC have been exceptional. Um, They've been the exceptions to the rule here. But it seems like every time, you know, like that's what I was saying with the Reddit, you know, with the CRSR, why I sold my CRSR, is I've got a history here that these aren't holding. These, you know, when they get these pops off of chat rooms or off of Reddit or off of social media, they typically aren't holding in most cases. And they're giving them back relatively quickly. So I don't know if this was, I don't follow the story. I did see it hit my filter a few times, but I just ignored it. Um, I saw it going crazy. It's not my cup of tea to trade this kind of stuff. But, you know, everybody wants to trade this kind of stuff because they want to get rich fast. People want to like, oh, I'm going to get that big trade that's going to change my whole life. And you know what? AMC GameStop maybe did change some lives. and, and, And that's good. You know, it's good stuff. But it's not typical. It's not typical that you're just going to win the lottery in the stock market. So I think that's what everybody's trying to do is what's the next lottery? What's the stock that's going to go up a thousand percent so that I can, you know, put all my money in it and retire. You know, that's not typical. Typical is what happens is that people get burned on these things at the end and they lose a lot of money. So I know some people made some money if it went from five to 77. Um, you got to sell when they cir- when the circus is in town, sell your peanuts, just like Harlan Pine says circus left town here with his complete response letter it's back down to 696 it's hammered everybody's a bag holder in this from the last five days 
big time bag holders here. Yeah. It's I, tough I, for these things to come back. This thing, this is this pissed me off. This is what the SEC should be looking at. Maybe they will. I don't know, but this is just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Just ridiculous. Anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I Those, don't know, like if you know, and again, I, like I don't know the story, much, but yeah. if people are pumping these things, I mean, I think that stuff regulators going to start to look at. You know, so it's kind fun. of a warning to your social media accounts. It's why it's why we don't like to talk small stocks. You know, right. because we don't want to be like say, oh yeah, you're talking your small stocks. You know, like we're we're not about that. We're about teaching. We're about education. We talk mostly mega caps. Yes. We're, ta- we're we're trading big things on technical setups. There is going to be a day of reckoning for a lot of these people out there who are just talking their books. We already saw, like we 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 warned about this a few months ago. Some trader out in California got charged on a pump and dump scheme. There's a lot of pump and dump schemes out there right now. I'm not naming names, you know, but there's a lot of traders out there that are simply, you know, even in Reddit, like that's why the mods are doing a really good job, I think, at Wall Street Bets. You know, people are just trying to come in there. They're, they're trying to load up a stock and then they're trying to put it in there and hope Reddit grabs it, hope Reddit grabs it. And the mods are taking down anything with a small float because they don't want, you know, to be accused of this, obviously, and they're doing a good job with this, but everybody wants their stock to be the next stock to be pumped, and, you know, and I'm going to get rich off of it. There's a lot of, the pump and dump schemes have existed in this market forever. You know, back in the 1990s, it was newsletters. You'd get these, you know, email yeah. newsletters. Remember those, Joel, where, I you know, the stock, stock of the day, and they're, and they're hoping, you know, that, you know, that what they do is they buy the stock, they load it up, then they pump it out to, you know, their millions of email subscribers and they hope those email subscribers will buy the stock up and then they're going to sell it to you. You know, you can talk whatever you want, but if you're coming on actively and loading up a stock and then pumping it out there and then selling into that pump, the regulators are eventually, they've, they've said so much that they're going to start looking at that stuff and cracking down on that. So, I mean... That's, you know, that stuff's going to get cut down. I don't know. I'm not following this ORPH story, so no. I don't know anything about this one. I'm not sure if that's what's happened in this case. Uh, but you just got to be careful trading this kind of stuff. All right. Let's bring Marcus on. Marcus Hadikater is the founder of Rock Village Trading. joins us every Friday. Marcus, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. Wow, yeah, for sure. Crazy markets, huh? We're getting ahead here a little bit, Marcus, here. I mean, what, what, okay, so we're going to stay. I, I think today we're not even going to talk ride. I don't want to talk ride because oh. you give us lots of good trades here. Wait, we no, talk no, ride no, all no, the no, time. No, 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 Just before we do that, oh, just, 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 just for two seconds. All ride all night long. Just, just give us a quick update and then we'll, we'll move on. No, I mean, yeah, I'm still in ride. And okay, then, okay, that's it. You know, <laughs> watching ride is almost watching like watching your kid learn to walk, right? You almost it face flies again, right? I, and I mean, this year, you you got it, you got it, and then poof, falls down again. I, I mean, they are just shooting themselves or keep shooting themselves in the foot. Right. So he, here's right, and uh, if if you just zoom in, they had a few good days. Uh, so the CEO, the CFO resigned, and uh, this was on Monday the news. So on Monday at first, the reaction was like, "Huh, what's going on?" Uh, they put an interim CEO and CFO in there. They gave an interview on Tuesday and everybody loved it. And so Tuesday and Wednesday were go- going well. And then yesterday it was again, okay, do you guys have binding orders or not? Uh, well, no, we don't, but we said we do. And uh, it's, so it, it's really like watching your child trying to can walk. I, can I, can I say, I, I don't think analogies. it's like watching your child learn how to walk. It's like teaching your child how to ride a bike. Like you that know too. they're gonna crash. You oh, yeah. know that they're gonna they're gonna end yeah. up with a bloody knee or something. Knee pads. And, you gotta put knee pads on. No, Joel. they gotta crash. <laughs> you gotta scrape your knee and cry. And you just gotta then you gotta run. But Dennis, you're gonna be an old man. I just you're went be- through this literally a month ago where my, my my boy well actually it was last year, I guess. It was last year where he was really starting to learn how to ride a bike. But he had a bad crash there about a month ago and he scraped his knee up exactly that because now you know what it is it's overconfidence now he's been riding a bike for like a year he's six and you know and he's going around there and then he starts speeding really fast and you're doing a little more adventuresome and then boom you know he wipes out and it's like you know and it's bloody knees what you're talking about <laughs> anyway Marcus, your analogies are awesome though we yes, went on a, tangent on a marcus analogy yeah what are you doing yes. this week because now you got it he's always looking at buying the dip and he's always looking yeah. at you know writing some exactly here yeah. I mean, Triple D, you said it, uh, buying the dip. How do you do this? Well, I, this is where I'm selling puts, right? And I mean, selling puts means that I get assigned at the price where I want to buy. 
So I, I can just run you through a few things. Uh, by the way, I'm uh, just a few thousand dollars away from cracking $100,000 trading profits uh, this year. So I think right now I'm at 97,594. So hopefully next week we can pop the champagne uh, making, what is it, six figures um, with trading. Yay. And I know I didn't make it with AMC and GME. I saw somebody in the chat said it earlier, I've been trading for 10 years and then his buddy comes along, trades AMC and makes a killing. <laughs> I know this, this must be frustrating. But What's your average more... cost now in ride? What's your, did you bring it down yet? Because it was. We went away from ride. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to know because I thought you might be selling puts off that $9 level. I, I, it... No, I did. I, for me, honestly, the, the level that I'm looking for to, to average a little bit more down was the 7 level. So if I, okay. I sold, sold puts okay. at the 7 level, but it never went down there. So didn't get a sign. I got uh, you. But collecting okay. more premium right now, I collected uh, a little bit. Uh, over $15,000 in premium on ride. So can't complain. But right now, yeah, talk about uh, buying the dip. Buy the dip. I, I'm a little bit uh, all over the place here in terms of uh, what kind of stocks. Uh, for example, Penn, I, I like Penn still. Uh, so strike price of 75, we'll see pre-market, yeah. 75.45 expiring today. If it is, uh, if uh, today Penn closes below um, 75, I'll get a sign and I don't mind owning, I think this would be 2,700 shares in Penn. So a little bit of online gaming, uh, gambling. Then I also have uh, Alcoa. I mean, I think this will be a very fun because there's lots of premium in there. So I sold the strike price of 35 because this is where I say, you know what? I don't mind at all owing, uh, owning AA Alcoa uh, at 35 because I, I do believe, I mean, we, we know what's going on with China right now and all the, the metal stuff, but uh, there, there's a good chance that this pops right back here into the range of uh, 36 or 42, somewhere around there. Uh, Camping World, this will be an interesting one, but uh, Camping World, I like this stock. I like Camping World. So I sold the 37.50. We'll see what happens today. Right now, pre-market there, 36, and he said it earlier. I mean, today is a quadruple witching. Today, anything can happen. I mean, this stock could jump to 38, who knows? But if not, I'm getting assigned, I'll sell calls. And see, this this will be a week where I probably nicely load up on, on shares and then I can sell calls. And honestly, selling calls, this is where uh, when I look at uh, at my account and I look at the uh, the, the highest uh, profits that I realized, GDXJ, I was assigned there, made $20,000, mainly selling calls, right, $15,000. Win got assigned there, made uh, $8,700. Uber got assigned, Apple. So I like it when I'm getting assigned and when I'm buying the dip here, uh, when I'm buying at a price where I feel comfortable. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, JWN, Nordstrom, strike price of 32.50. Okay. So a little bit uh, a little bit all across, right? I mean, a little bit of growth stocks, can you call Diversified it a value a stock? Extent. Maybe not necessarily, but yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens today. Today is definitely an interesting day. And yeah, right now with uh, who was speaking this morning and just send the market Bullard. Bullard. Who's yeah, he's on there still talking about him on CNBC. Kramer's talking about him now. I mean, he moves markets and he started selling. We were almost at scratch and then Bullard came on and they imploded the markets here. He started talking about raising rates as early as late 2022. So okay. I think the market maybe got spooked a bit there as well. Yeah, but, but it's super interesting because if you look at the reaction to the Fed over the past two days, it was like uh, growth stocks were benefiting. And you think that growth stocks would be hammered by higher interest rates, but they did really well on Wednesday and yesterday. So we'll see what happens today. It was surprising that the Dow actually has the, the worst week since January thus far. The Dow, right? I mean, you would think that value stocks, but you said it earlier. Maybe right now is a good time to dip your toes into the reopening stocks. And this is why I also... I mean, besides Camping World, I own LVS, uh, Las Vegas Sands. So I own that too. I, I, I like Las Vegas Sands. I, I think that we will do well here. Vegas is reopening and people are getting ready to travel. You said earlier, do you want to get on a cruise line? Not necessarily. Do you want to go to Vegas? Probably heck yeah, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, I think so too. I think I'd rather own the casinos and the cruise lines. I think I agree with you, Marcus. Yeah. Anyhow, so this is what I'm up to. What uh, are you it's, eyeing? It has been a what, good are you eyeing? So this is what you've done. Now, what are you eyeing today? Because we're getting a significant sell-off and you like to sell some puts when you're getting the significant sell-off, when you can get well, that premium. What are you eyeing? So right now, uh, I am 
I have uh, like six open positions. And, and yeah. for me, my sweet spot is anywhere between five to seven. Oh, you don't want to add too many. So uh, most of them uh, will expire today. So today I'm just sitting on my hands, watching them either expire worthless or getting assigned and then say, and <laughs> let's collect more premium. Uh, so for me today will be a super quiet day. Um, and honestly, as you said, quadruple witching, you don't even want to watch it. I mean, it'll just drive you crazy. It'll drive you from uh, from nail biting to EPIA and oh God. So, I mean, I'll probably take a day off today. I have my positions on. I'm liking this. And then I'm loading up again on Monday. And honestly, if we keep selling off here, this will be good. There will be plenty of opportunities. X, by the way, uh, you just talked about it. I traded X this week. Uh, you see, I actually... Uh, was it this week or last week? Uh, I sold puts at 22.50. I already posted because uh, this, uh, the, the premium got sucked out of it so quickly. But I wouldn't mind owning X at 22.50. That for me is a good level. So buying the dip, I do it by selling puts. Because I said, I mean, you, you got to wait for a bottom. And here's the deal. I, I mean, you, you know how it is. You either enter too early or you enter too late. There, there's no right way. I mean, there's the only two ways to enter is too early or too late. Pretty so this much. is why I like the market to, to come to me. And this is why I like to sell puts here. So yeah, I traded X. Uh, that was a good one. That was a quick pop. I sold my X two days ago. Um, I'm looking too, though. I think I like your 22, 21 level right in there for X. I'm Again, I, I like to wait until they actually hit rock bottom, I was saying, and then you get a little lift day. And then I lean on that old low as an out. But... Um, everybody's got a different style there too. Marcus obviously a different style as well. So yeah. All right, Marcus Heidkotter is the founder of Rockwell Trading. To learn more, to hear more, go to that website that's up on the screen. Rock, RockwellTrading.com/slash/Benzinga. Uh, Marcus, uh, I'm glad that we were able to talk about things other than Lordstown <laughs> Motors this week. <laughs> Um, but it is the endless saga. I, I, you see, we, we can talk about it for weeks and months. I, I could, I could write a book. Maybe I should write a book. What's up? What's your strike on the Las Vegas Sands? Uh, hold on, Las Vegas Sands. Is that for today? Uh, no, I, I already, uh, I'm already in for fifty-eight. So I'm selling calls against it right now. So I'm selling the the fifty-eight calls. He's already long it. I'm already long. He, he already got a sign. Uh, Okay, so he's okay. long in, and now he's selling upside calls, just bringing yep. in more premium. Okay, I just just keep an eye, Marcus. Keep an eye on this fifty-four here. Three out of the last four lows were trading under it. I'd really like to for you, so I don't have to worry about this one as much as I do your ride <laughs> position. Uh, like to see it get to fifty-four. Just hold that area. It's the area of four lows. You don't have much on your on your monthlies until 50, but keep an eye on 54, okay? Yeah, but they also have good premium weekly. Uh, okay, Joel, uh, since you're already looking at the chart, so, right, what's your prediction? I, I know that a couple of weeks ago we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> one minute, one minute. I just want, is that well, a could they just stop coming out with bad news? I mean, the market, if you had, just, look at the chart, just, it, just at the chart, I mean, forget look about it. Just look at it. I mean, we just talked for, about just the for nine. Fun. Just for laughs and giggles. I like the nine. But I'll tell you right now, if you could get, if somehow you could get this thing over 11, until it gets over 1150, 1160, I think you're going to maybe come back down and test that nine again. And even right. today, 10 better hold because it's just, man, this thing just comes out with too much back. I mean, every day. But uh, yeah, I'd say needs to clear 1150. I'd be yeah. worried if it took out 10 today because I think you're looking at nine. Yeah, so okay. I don't want to sell the nine. I don't want to uh, buy more than nine, but I, I like the seven. I, I like the seven, so I'm looking to uh, sell more puts at the seven level, collect premium there. Okay. All, All right. right. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks a lot, Marcus. All right. All right. Uh, guys, let's talk about GE here. GE? Yeah. People hey. make fun of us. Going on, GE. Remember that, that reverse split that was like rumored but never really happened? And yeah. Yeah, what's well, happening now? That's official. Official one for eight. Okay, reverse split effective August second. Why? 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 Why did they do this? So it's official. They've got a date on it. Same general. Yeah, effective date August the second. I mean, the stock's selling off the overall market. I guess everybody kind of knew. They already said they were going to do it. So it's official now. They got an official date. I never want to own a stock ahead of a reverse stock split because they never seem to go up as much as they're supposed to. So 
I don't know in GE's case, maybe it'll be perfectly going up, but why? I mean, you got a $13 price. Um, I, I don't get this. I really don't get this. They want to so be obviously, sexy, man. They want to be well, well, obviously, you lose 87% of your stock position. So you got 1,000 shares. You're going to be left with, what, 125? Did I do that no. math right? That was yeah. right in my head right there pretty quick. That's well, Canadian, man. That was, that was good, Dennis. So, I mean, I hate it when they take my stocks away. So you know, re- Blitz work a lot better than reverse splits. You I know have no what? idea I, why they were doing this. I don't want yeah. ONG at all before this reverse split. You know, maybe for trades, we can do it for trades. But if you think you're going to get a run up into a reverse split, it's not It's not very common. Uh, you know, Nick mentioned the other day about setting alerts, you know. So I, I send an alert here and I'm like, if this thing, if I just set it, I don't know, th- like three or four days after it hit this 1440, and I'm thinking, yeah, wow, all these monthly highs here. So I put an alert that if it trades over, you know, 1450, you know, to look at it, see if it could, you know, break out or a fake out. And I haven't gotten an alert, man. The thing has been straight down. Keep an eye on 1280. If you feel like this is a good thing, you want to own it, down nine cents. I see four lows, 1280 area. After that, it gets pretty ugly. But, man, how many down days in a row has GE had? Holy Toledo. Uh, but look at the 1280 potential support, General Electric. Noah says he voted no. I would <laughs> vote no, too, if I owned it. I don't have a vote because I don't own it. Yeah. All right. Now they don't anymore. Okay. Uh, let's so do- we're limiting the chat now. You have to be a subscriber? Well, I'm, doing, I'm doing an experiment. It's called an experiment, Joel. If, if you can't come. That's not very nice. Why not? You should be what happy do about don't like that. To subscribe. The, 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 you, you hit a button and boom, you're subscribed. It's you got to be part of the yeah, family. Yeah, but then they have your community. algorithms. Then they have your algorithm. What? And they can what? track you down. No, no. And spam like, you. Subscribe on YouTube. It's not. This isn't anything crazy. You, you hit the subscribe it's button. A YouTube subscribe boom, button. YouTube yeah. thing. Speaking uh, of YouTube. We, we are launching a uh, YouTube membership program in the coming weeks here. We'll have more details about that. Um, let's – We had an M&A merger. CAI gets taken out for yeah, a huge premium. Up top, at the very top of my filter of my movers tool this morning, in yeah. CAI International yeah. is being bought by Mitsubishi Capital for $56 a share in cash. Ticker CAI. Zero people got the memo on this one. They kept this one tight-lipped because the stock was tanking into it. <laughs> so uh, surprise, surprise for everyone here. 56 bucks, huge premium, 46% premium. That's nice. That's a windfall. If you're in it, I'd sell it and just book on move on. That's a nice windfall. I wouldn't well, expect a better bid. Who's the uh, who's the acquirer? Mitsubishi. Okay. I don't look at it. Forget it. Yeah, they don't well, they don't trade. So at least not in New York, at least not in the US. All right, now everyone chat saying that uh, some of the uh, I guess people had to unsubscribe and then resubscribe, but uh, it should it should work is all that it should work is all I'm saying. Uh, let's do some ticker time here. Drop your tickers in the chat. We got a few minutes left, and then I'm going to bring on uh, Ryan Faluna and Jonathan Mallard, and they're going to like do some trading into the open stuff and, and, and hang out with me for uh, for a little while. Um, oh, okay, Alfred. What about Cheesecake Factory? I haven't looked at this one for a while. Portions are too big. I love big portions. Portions are too big. big. It's run a long ways. You know what? If this got down to 40, I'd like it. But, you know, that's a long ways away. But I'm saying longer term. This is kind of where it was before COVID started. And now it's overshot. Are we really in better shape than we were before COVID started? I have a challenge, you know, getting on board these stocks that, you know, got hammered for COVID. Obviously, you know, we had, even I think Cheesecake Factory wasn't even paying the rent for a while. Weren't they one of them? They, they were like the first one that said, hey, we we're not paying rent. We can't pay our rent. Yeah. yeah. But, but so, then, then, then they did. And then it makes new all-time highs. Yeah. Like, obviously, the reopening trade is cool and everything, but is it really like, are we really in better shape than we were before COVID started? Because you go back to the charts. That's what I like to look at. Take the COVID out as a one-time event. Where were we before COVID started? And we were 40 bucks. Now we're 54. I have a challenge thinking that Cheesecake Factory is better. Are they going to get a lift, you know, from everybody wanting to go out? Like, you know, Scotch Lady was saying yesterday, you know, everybody's pumped. Yeah, it's going to get a lift. We're going to have some great earnings. Is that going to stay? That's a question going forward. So I like it at 40. I think at 54, I think you still got a ways to come in before I'm interested. I agree. 
Okay, moving curves, right along. King for agrees. King fourteen ox. No, no, no rest today. Unfortunately, uh, big CEO man has big CEO things to do and can't hang out with us. But that's okay. The show must go on. Let's talk about ba, 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 ba. Roblox. Roblox. Okay. I saw somebody throw it in there, and I wanted to talk it's been about like it. Like a whole thirty-six hours. Eighty dollars is the level. This is the level. This is where it broke out from. Uh, three weeks ago or four weeks ago at the end of May. This is where it kissed right to in the pre-market and in the regular session on June 16th. That is your level. That's the level it needs to hold. If it can hold there, you know, maybe eventually it starts to get some life back too. I kind of like the Roblox as a trade, but stopping myself out below the 80. Resistance at 86 and a half. A pair of highs there. No upside until it clears there. What about Viacom? It's been so quiet. Oh, man, it has. It's done not basically nothing in the last three months. I cannot figure these stocks out. Discovery, Viacom, we had Fox. It's been kind of going sideways. Fox announced a big buyback there yeah. last night. They're shrugging that off. And it's not even getting any love for that either. Um, I don't know. I own Discovery. I put some in there. It's starting to break down, though. It's making me think like, I don't know. Is this going to be the you know the undercut and rally trick from Gil Morales? It could be. I'm looking at DISCA making new lows on the move and DISCK. I'm down to. I, I actually was up in this nicely. I bought it at thirty bucks. I think DISCA. I bought it right around the thirty support. You can see that, and it came up and it, it got up a little bit there. I bought it back at the end of May, and it went up to thirty two seventy. I was up five six percent, but now it's leaking, leaking, leaking. It doesn't look like it wants to continue to go up here, but I don't know. We're at a level between twenty and thirty where I think eventually you could find some buyers in here. It's in my long-term account. I just kind of wanted it. I wanted some exposure here. I thought Discovery was a better pick than Viacom for, I don't know what my analysis was back then, but both of these stocks just trade together. They're nice pairs trades. Yeah, hard hard to make heads or tails. I mean, it's just consolidation station. I think the fact that it's not moving out of here I could do it more as a a negative. I I think so too. It is concerning. I'm talking uh, against my book. Yeah, a little bit there. That's a, that's quite all right. A couple more. Oh, we haven't looked at Snowflake for a while. I haven't. Oh, like, I haven't either. In a couple of weeks, I think. Maybe like a week or more. Snowflake. Oh, oh, that's interesting. That crazy valuations, obviously, they don't come back nearly as quickly. It's still, the valuation's insane. Like the candle from yesterday. So, you know what? I think I'd buy the pullback as a trade. Stopping myself out. Oh, it's a long stop out down to 231, though, Joel. <laughs> I was looking at yesterday's low. I was hoping that was 241, but it's 231. I was like, oh, 11 points. You know, you come back it in. I, I, I kind of like the candle from yesterday. I think this is a stock that could eventually get some life. I'm not putting in the long-term investment account. This would only be a trade. The valuation's too nuts for me to invest in this thing. But I'd stop myself out if I was long into that 231. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it's funny because you look at the, the, the daily chart and you're like, whoa, this thing's had a nice run. Look at this. And then you go and you look at the monthly and you're scratching your head and you're saying, wow, this thing was over 400 bucks. Um I mean, I'm going to look at resistance here. So show me you could even, I mean, you're eight bucks away from uh, 250, 70. That's your five day high. Then another pair of highs at uh, 255, 254. So there's resistance there. So I think I'd rather rather buy this on strength. On a, pull, on a pullback here, though, an extended pullback, where'd you come up from? Like 185. Let me get out uh, my retracement tool here. If you want to buy it on a dip. You know, 220, may, oh, and you got a low right there at 220. So if this is for real, goes into retreat mode, comes down to 220, holds, consolidate, then maybe get another, uh, you know, 50, 60 point leg up there. S&P's making a nice rebound here after they got Bullard off the TV. Good job, Spencer. Thank we you. are That's back Bullard above. Guy, man. Gosh, darn. Now they could probably get someone. They probably got someone on to say, "Oh, Bullard doesn't know what he's talking about," and uh, we're coming back up. So we are back above yesterday's low we talked about at uh, at forty one eighty. I don't want to forget Amazon because Prime Day is. Um, yeah, Dennis. Day is Man, what a run into Prime Monday. Day. Huh? When's Prime Day? Monday and Tuesday. Just You're like... gonna be mad at yourself, Dennis. Should I been loan this? You gotta be should long. Should have been long. long Amazon, every day this week. I should have bought long more Amazon. I said it every day this week. I got to listen more. My wife tells me that too. I definitely said it at least three times. On my, on our show? Yeah. You do so many shows. I, Spencer, I, he's I everywhere. He's a star. He's a star. I swear. Well, you had a lot of shows. 
I do too many. Uh, I don't know. It's run up so far here now. So, I mean, we have been running 3,200 to 3,500. This has been the play up here to sell 3,500 every time it gets up here. Does it top out on Amazon Prime Day again? I think so. I'm I'm, I'm going to stick with the long-term investment, but I'd be more inclined to sell it up here and buy it if I had it on for a trade. You talk to your straddle, buddy. Is he doing okay in this? He's going, yeah, but he's he's been just collecting 50, 60 bucks every week for like yeah, probably. a year. So yeah. he's going to continue to do it. And he, you know what? And he does it when he gets assigned on it. If he like all of a sudden short the stock and he's going to turn around and do the options against it. So, I mean, you know, so it's similar to Marcus. I, I, you know, I, I hope, you know, I, anyways, Amazon's worked really well because it's been in a, a sideways market, sideways market. Option writers love sideways markets. All right. I'm going to hop off. Uh, go over to premarketprep.com and get all these tickers in that we missed. So Spencer, we'll see you at three. So th- many tickers. I just want to say this is option expiration. You're going to see some crazy movement. I don't think it's surprising that we're bouncing back for the simple reason that all these buy imbalances that were there this morning have got larger. So there is not very many sell imbalances here this morning. They're all huge buy imbalances still. The Morgan Stanley imbalances has grown from 150,000 to 404,000. Okay. So if these buy imbalances do continue to grow and if they don't all flip on a dime, which they can do, and you know, if you don't subscribe to that information, you're missing key information on a day like this. But as of right now, this market's going to continue to bounce back because right now the market would open. If we open right now, this market would open higher. So, I mean, the, one of two things have to happen. All the buy imbalances have to flip to sell. Or this SPY has to come up significantly. So we're going to find out in 30 minutes what is going to win. All right, Dennis. See you on Monday. Have we'll a, do that. Thanks, Spencer. Everyone right. have a great trading day. Have a great weekend.